This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to F This Week, podcast number 34, recorded live May 17th, 2012. Your crew this week. I'm Chuck. With me here is Audra. And of course, one. I love how everyone in the chat room was trying to uh, screw you up when you were reading the date. <laughs> Yeah, September 12th, of, podcast 56 and a half. It's kind of funny. Uh, number one, I, I I get that from my laptop, actually. Now, I'm not wearing a watch, so so that works out well. And uh, second of all, if you're going to like try to fool someone, it's best to not tell them in chat first. Just saying. Sort of spoil Spoilers. Holy crap, we have a totally international crowd tonight. Look at this, it's awesome. Yes, we, we do. We got Cylon Matrix, we got uh, Gaffra's here. Um, well, international, it is. Juice and Betty is on Twitter saying that she's uh, trapped at work but wants to say hi. Jenny! And fuck Mazda. That's, that's, that's for Jenny. Mazda is is uh, hey, come on don't you don't you pay attention to her on Twitter? Uh, Mazda is fucking over Jenny because yeah yeah her they're claiming that the computer in her car in her in her car is uh, is boned and it's like I don't know twenty eight hundred bucks to like fix it. Go Mazda! Yeah, bastages. <laughs> zoom zoom boom. Zoom, zoom, crap. I'm just kidding. Haley's getting an RC helicopter tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Nice. What kind? Is it like like one of the big ones or one of the little bitty like toy ones? I'm going to have to wait for it in the chat. Oh, a set says that in Australia they say Mazda. They say that in Actually, some we places in America, too. too. I had yeah. a feeling. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to ask if you didn't say that. I was it. just being nice. <laughs> yeah, okay, Mazda. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's zoom, zoom, zoom in some places. Okay. <laughs> zoom, zoom. <laughs> well, I know that there are there are a couple things like that. Like, I noticed that, like, Super Mario Brothers, you guys say Mario, right? Yeah, But Mario. that one, that one, I don't think is a matter of dialect, because the name Mario well, is always... Well, they also say Salsa. But the name Mario is always <laughs> pronounced Mario. It's, I'd say Salsa. Well... Now. Is Casilda here? She could correct me. It's actually Mario, right? But it's the A is it's always... It's me! The Mario! A, the A is always Ah uh, in Mario. There's no such name as Mario. It's like Bra-Bra. Casilda's agreeing with Bra-Bra. <laughs> so, almost like M-A-A... M-A-A-H-D-I-O. See, Mario! I, 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 got you, I got you there, Casilda. I know the R is different, too, but at least, at least get the A. Right? We, we understand. You know, if it's... Uh, if you're... You know, you've got rhotic issues, right? English speakers have rhotic issues, so at least get the vowels right. Did you just turn the music up when I was talking about... It was because it's badass! <laughs> just a little. He's like, oh, she's talking about grammar. It was like five decibels. It was nothing. Chris, you're just stripping? 
Yeah, she's taking her pants off. Excellent! Okay, grammar, uh, spelling, pronunciation. Capoeira. Zom, zom, zom. Yeah, zom, zom, zom. You're to see on uh, Twitter this week, uh, Aragorn's girl got a tattoo. Oh, I, what'd you I get? didn't see it. What'd I heard the, uh, the 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 Tolkien logo on her wrist. Nice, like the JRRT. Oh, cool! It's really cool. All I saw was her talking about Aragorn's fake girl tattoos. Twitter yeah, I know she she was doing some henna earlier, and someone was making fun of her for doing fake tattoos. Well, she got a real tattoo. <laughs> I'm looking now. You said it was in her Twitter feed. Yeah. I, I can't remember. This must have been about uh, two days ago, two two or three days ago. No, she tweets a bit. That could take a while. <laughs> Let's see. Look at look at the image feed. Well, maybe maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually looking in the Twitter app here. You said uh, a couple days ago. Sure. Yeah, exciting stuff. So anyway, the congratulations most, on hey, the tattoo. Hey. <laughs> The most recent image on her on her picture. My friend Joe Brown is like. Uh, oh, sorry. I could turn you down. You know cool. that, right? <laughs> I can't hear you. Okay. Come on. <laughs> no, my friend Joe Brown was like the originator of the wrist tattoo. He had one. His on the bottom of his wrist, though. I thought it was Darcy a cool Bird idea. Asks you if, uh, how far you are on Mass Effect 3. Uh, let's see. On Mass Effect 3. Um, Not far at all, then, huh? <laughs> the, we're, we're past the Cerberus attack on uh, the Citadel. And I'm doing a whole bunch of side missions that came, that sort of were spawned out of the Cerberus attack. You know, like, after that thing where there's that guy, I forget his name, but that kind of ninja samurai assassin. After the encounter with him, Udina is dead. Um, oh, really? Uh. Oh, sorry. I won't tell you how, though. That's the real spoiler. Um, <laughs> but but we lost Udina, in any case, and... Um, Basically, we're doing the Anderson little... hits him in the face again. <laughs> Let me just put it this way. The Great reason, aneurysm. <laughs> the reason we didn't shoot him was because Audra had the controller. All it would have <laughs> taken is a right trigger, and I totally would have done it. You're like, Renegade, 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 Renegade. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I saw it on the screen, I was like, oh, and it was gone. Yeah, basically what we're doing right now is like a bunch of the side missions, and... Uh, we're going out with each individual crew member. Like we went and kind of did a joyride with Garrus up to the top of the Citadel Tower, and that was awesome. Um, hooked up with uh, Samantha Trainer in the shower in Shepherd's cabin. That was pretty hot. Audrey was hooking up with everybody. Yeah, I know. If everybody's defined as one person, one time, um, promiscuous. Uh, and yeah, then, it is. and then we've gone and uh, let's see, you know, just kind of meeting each individual person, like. Uh, Edie and Joker were hanging out in the bar and we went and, you know, kind of prodded on their relationship. Edie or yeah, Edie is freaking awesome. I love talking to her. Um, and we had, what was the conversation we had? Oh, oh, what was it with Edie? Is that what you're thinking? No, no. Well, yeah, that was cool. But what was the conversation we had where you're just like, oh, with Caden and you're like, male shepherd never has these kind of conversations. Oh, yeah. they're, like, you know? does, they're like having a knitting discussion or something. It was like, uh, it wait, wasn't... I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? 
Apparently, they were talking in a way that wasn't completely emotionally sterile, so that equals knitting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not making fun of it. It was cool. It was just, I was like, wow. Yes, we let Garrus win, and I'm so glad we did. He never, ever talks to, he would have never talked to, well, he wouldn't be talking at all to my shepherd because he'd be Yeah, it wasn't knitting. They were just having, they were having a heart-to-heart, basically. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't making fun of it. I, I mean, it was really just... Because knitting kind of sounds like a replacement word for girly. <laughs> if you mean does. discussions he would apparently only have with women, then yeah, that's what it was, you know? Yeah, I thought it was interesting, though, because um, I've never played as male shepherd, but I imagine that it's probably true. I mean, you know, if you think about it, people do interact differently with men and women. I mean, even oh, if we don't yeah. consciously intend to... Um, men and women alike interact with men and women differently. Just, you know, the and only game I, 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 out of the three that I, I've played through with a male shepherd is the first one. And there isn't that much diversity between the two characters between, uh, you know, shepherd and man ship. You know, awesome. I think it's sure, pretty much, right. you know, like one-to-one, you know, dialogue, but I'm going to guess that they, that they branch out quite a bit in the, uh, in two and three yeah you can tell it was cool I, I mean i was really surprised i was like wow i'm really enjoying the playthrough our playthrough with 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 a shepherd instead of a man well you know what's cool I, I was thinking that when when chuck was like wow you know kaden would never have this kind of conversation with you know the, the shepherd that i was playing earlier the male shep and it occurred to me that Okay, obviously, I don't know what it's like to be a guy, right? I don't know what it's like to be a guy in the world or have per- people perceive me as a guy or talk to me that way. But I do know what it's like to have a male avatar, right? Because uh, every every video game that I played growing up, you know, it, like all that stuff, I, I'm pretty used to it. But I don't think that guys are used to having a female avatar as often. You know, it's kind of, it's a little bit different. So I thought it was kind of cool because Chuck, in a sense, gets to see how people talk to female shepherd. And I think that the the game portrays that really well. It's really cool because Caden does open up to her and there's no presumption of a relationship. Like there's no presumption of a romance between them. They're just good friends. And he talks to her in a way that he probably wouldn't talk to a guy he was that close with. Um, so I thought it was cool. Like, like Chuck, you get to like, you get to see what it's like, you know, because to be honest, um, like if I think about something like my job, as a woman who teaches college kids, right, um, my students are going to act a little bit differently with me than they do with male professors. And I, and I think, I don't know for sure, obviously, but I, I suspect that they are more likely to be um, candid about emotional things with female professors, like even male students. If you you know are talking to them in the office with the door closed and you're you're just having a chat, I think they're more likely to reveal how they really feel uh, emotionally or are more likely to tell you, like, my girlfriend broke up with me or my parents are, you know, having a rough time. Or, or you know, I think they're more likely to reveal that right. to a female professor. I, I wonder about that. I think it, it comes out of the person, obviously. But I think in general, you in, in our society, you are probably right. I would I would question whether, as Casilda says, they try more shit with their female professors because only because I suspect that they try an incredible amount of shit with all professors. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think yeah, they probably well, do, but I, I think that she, I think that there is something to that. You know, I think that they know that female professors, 
there's a stereotype, I think, that female professors are more likely to be compassionate about your problems. You know, they're not always right about that stereotype, but I think people think that. Hmm. Hey, I want to mention that uh, uh, I can't remember who mentioned it in the chat now because it was a while back. But they uh, when we started talking about games, they mentioned Moonbase and said that it was an old PC game. It was available for the Mac, too. In fact, I had... Well, it was probably one of those basic games that got ported everywhere. Yeah, well, you know, in fact, the version of it that I got used to playing was a Mac version because they had these uh, original... I think they were SEs. Um, they had uh, they had these little... You know, the little, like, to- toaster box Macs. Um, was it the one with the two floppy disks? Just disc one. It? Just one. Okay, but it had the kind of grilled front rather than the smooth front? Smooth front. Smooth front, it would be a plus or a classic. Yep, that's you're absolutely right. And uh, it was... Classic was the one they eventually had the uh, color version for. Yeah, these were the black and white ones. And they had them at yep. Space Camp when I, when I worked there. And they, uh, they had an extra one that they put in the nurse's station, which the nurse was supposed to use, I guess, for word processing, but never did. So it yeah. just sat in the corner. And uh, we always had like, an, you know, an hour you'd show up before waiting for tours to start when you had to do tours in the off season. And mm-hmm. we, we would sit around there and they had Moonbase loaded on it because Moonbase was loaded on the other ones for the kids. Yep. And we played incredibly competitive Moonbase. I mean, like, like it was like it was cutthroat. It was who could who could make Moonbase work the best. <laughs> and uh you know the moon base high score was like the the shit you you were you had serious bragging rights if you could kick ass at moon base and uh we eventually learned that the best way to win in moon base was to uh essentially just whenever things got first of all you had to find water so you literally just wasted and threw people and stuff away until you found water once you find water you literally would just play and build your city your moon base as large as you could but as soon as things go bad on earth like like the economy turns bad on earth you just bulldoze the entire moon base except like one thing and (laughs) wait it out and then rebuild it again. And you could, once you figured that secret out, you could just completely smack everybody. Just game the system. Oh, yeah. It was like unfair. You could, <laughs> you could completely, it was great. Then everybody figured that out and it wasn't any fun anymore. And we had to go on to other things like, like who could ride the multi-axis for the longest without barfing and crap like that. <laughs> that, that that's, the pro- <laughs> yeah. that's the problem with, you know, um, you know, looking for the flaws in the game. It's a lot of fun to to figure out that there's a way to exploit something, but then the whole game itself becomes kind of really dull by that point. It's like, well, I know how to you know max out a Sim City city now, and it's not any fun anymore. Yeah, wow, right. now it's just an exercise, right? <laughs> you know, the the game that we played on the Mac Classics in the in the middle school computer lab was a game called Bolo. Oh, yeah. You ever play like, that? Like the tie? I suppose so. Like the tanks? Yeah, the tanks. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was like the uh, the Keith Lomer books? Magnus says, like the books. No, <laughs> no. It, it was, I mean, it may have had the name, but it was basically, you're on this, I, basically you're on this island and you're in a little tank, right? Uh-huh. And there's these pillboxes which can fire at anybody, right? They're all hostile to begin with. And you have like rocks and trees and stuff that you can bulldoze and harvest resources and, you know, like 
you know, create bridges and create water rivers and that kind of thing. And what you can like destroy the pillboxes, capture them and place them under your own control. And then it's like, it was this big network game. So you could have, we had like 25 people all playing on this <laughs> local area network, all playing on this one Bolo map. That's and awesome. Just, it was actually a lot of fun. And, you know, they didn't let us play it all the time until we figured out how to get past the network security. <laughs> so we played it at like a, not, I guess it wasn't an other window because, you know, Mac didn't multitask at that point. But, you know, you could switch between apps pretty quick. And, uh, yeah, everybody would be playing it in the background. <laughs> Hey Juan, um, when you're talking about your like retro video gaming, you can get uh, balls around here. The the drinks. B-A-W-L-S, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I know you can get them on ThinkGeek, but they actually sell them at the college bookstore where I work. Nice. Like little yeah, balls. Yeah, it's, it's in that blue clear. Yeah, I had yeah. never noticed them before, and they must have been around, but I just I had never seen them. And then you talked about it, and suddenly, bam, they're there. <laughs> Ah, balls. Yeah, that was like... A th- <laughs> I, I, I know that's going to take be taken out of context, but uh, at, at the LAN parties, uh, there was one that we were... that we bought like a couple of cases of that and had was, were, you know, selling it at the, at the LAN party. And uh, we had a guy on a concession, you know, making hot dogs and, you know, handing it, you know, taking money, handing out stuff, right? And the, the be- <laughs> we, we purposely made the best deal uh, with the with the uh, it was called two balls and a wiener. <laughs> this is a hot dog and two oh, shit. two that balls. Is awesome, yeah, it is. So everybody, Sir, <laughs> a hot dog. I believe and a, hot, and and a hamburger. I believe the comp was called hamburger. what? A meat and two. Uh, Can I have two balls and a wiener? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were. We didn't even want it, but you had to order it because it was fucking hilarious. Well, at one point, we you know just had the uh, we were calling the the concession guy over to just you know re-drink us by you know saying "Hey Scott" and just holding up your hand, palm up in the air, and making a grabbing motion <laughs> as if you Wait, were grabbing. What are you talking? About? <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, take I your know. hand. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, and, uh, we were immature. In the chat, I think it's it's fucking cost- hilarious. I don't care in the what chat anybody room, they're says. They're talking about bolo ties and yep, missing the point. Apparently, they're <laughs> talking about wearing bolo ties in the wrong place. Uh, they're talking about Catherine's talking about fitness balls being better than chairs, and I would agree. No, she says they're greater than chairs, which could mean larger. Well, it's true; they are larger. They are too. <laughs> You know, with uh, speaking of classic gaming, though, um, Diablo three just came out two days ago. Diablo, you know, did neither of you play Diablo back in the day? Like twelve years ago, Diablo two came out. No. Oh, classic, classic Blizzard game uh, for Windows and Mac. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I was just laughing. I've never heard anyone say Diablo. What is it? Diablo, Diablo, Diablo. Diablo. Like the Lamborghini. So do you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. I was excited about it. I noticed Casilda doesn't give you any crap. She gives me all kinds of crap. It's because you can take it. It's fun. <laughs> you're, you're the one always crapping on the chat room. So, you know, it's just, you know, fair play. I know. Oh. I'm getting ready to take a hot dump right now. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Janelle Monet is awesome. So I, I never did play that game though, Juan. So what what's up with it? I don't want to tell you anymore. <laughs> okay, fine. Screw you. I'm going home. 
<laughs> Whatever. I'll get my own game. <laughs> Stereotypical bad-tempered Canadian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all bastards. <laughs> you know, the more we watch Atlantis, the more the the deeper my crush on Rodney McKay grows every day. Yeah, you know, Rodney McKay is more awesome the second time around this series. He was yeah, awesome the first time I around. I love him. He's just he's just terrific. I mean, obviously, uh Jason Momoa on the show has like, I mean, his physique, everything. He's he's amazing. He's a model, right? And obviously, Shepard is like a really good looking guy, attractive guy, and everything. And I like him a lot. But my heart is with Rodney. <laughs> I just I can't get over it. I just love McKay him. McKay is awesome. <laughs> McKay is awesome. Everything is better when McKay is around. Yeah. I'm watching the chat like explode like Momoa. <laughs> yeah, you killed the chat with Momoa. I honestly think too that you know the joke has always been, and I, I say it's a joke, but it's not really. We used to always joke that we would, if you, there was one person that you wanted with you uh, when shit went bad, it was Carter, right? Because your chances of living just went up significantly. You know, I think it's more McKay because you know <laughs> McKay is. What is it? Is uh, McKay says it to to Shepard at one point, <laughs> or not Shepard to? Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. In the chat room, Clue Kesem's like Momoa leaves me cold, and Sam's like me too. The set laughs, and Sam's like probably because we're lesbians. No shit. So I imagine that. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> surprise! You were saying one. Oh no, that's fine. No, I'm I've lost sorry. my train of thought. I'm so sorry. No, my, I, wasn't trying to be I, I think I can't it's remember McKay. what I was saying. No, I can tell you what I was going to say. I think it's McKay over Carter because Carter, they're both really good technically. It could come up with a solution, but Carter would likely like if thing if if it was better for everybody for you to die, she'd die. McKay, if it was better for everybody for you to die, would probably get you through anyway. Well, M- M- McKay has said it to Mitchell that you know. You know, I, I, I am brilliant if I'm placed in mortal danger. That's true. So, yeah, if, if, you, if you want somebody around when shit hits the fan, it's McKay. I agree. Exactly. I agree. So I, we can see where you're coming from, Audra. <laughs> Everyone's, like, talking about whether Momoa is, like, truly hot or... Yeah, no. No, he doesn't do it for me either. <laughs> yeah, me either. I don't know why. I just, that's funny. Yeah, no, I, I Probably just... because we're straight. Might be. That's no See, excuse. it was a callback to That's the previous no chat I joke. know, I get it. Get it? Get it, Audra? Callback. Do you get it? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I have this sweet Rodney McKay action figure that a GWCer sent oh, me. That is so cool. What are the accessories that you get with it? Oh, you know what? I can't remember. I'll have to go back and, and check it out. It's it's one of the only things that we own, one of the only action figures we own that's still in the... Oh, you the... wouldn't let me open it and put I it know, out. because I just love it so much. I don't want it. I anything. saw that. I think, his life, I think it was a life science detector and uh, the computer pad or something like that. Probably a, a power bar. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, it so is. Yeah. A, a, a fucking power bar. That's exactly what it and would like be. And like a heart rate monitor for himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love Oh, him. I think it was a ZPM as well. Nice. A lemon, <laughs> J-Bob says. A lemon. <laughs> J-Bob for the win. <laughs> a lemon. <laughs> the lemon should come with, uh, should come with, uh, 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 with Shepard. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. that would be, <laughs> that would be yeah. funny. Oh, no, people are talking that about. Mitchell would also have a pocket for the lemon so he could, you know, lend right, it out. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> 
Now, people in the chat room are talking, I think, tongue-in-cheek about how straight white men are a minority. And actually, um, <laughs> did you see the news today? It was kind of all over different sources on Twitter, but the uh, census data or whatever shows that out of all the babies being born in the U.S., that there are now a minority of white babies being born. And and all of the people who tweeted it were like, you know, go ahead and have a super freak out now, you know. <laughs> but, Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Yes, okay. I'm the only one. I don't know. It's a pretty hot button issue. Why? I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> like, is it? Know. It's not a hot button issue among anyone here. You know. <laughs> I was just killing time until Chuck, until Chuck brought out the Neon gap. <laughs> it seemed like the, it seemed like time. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm like silence. He's gonna neat it. <laughs> If I'd been a little faster, it would have been on. That's it. why I helped you out there, man. Thank you. <laughs> Raven Simone is gay. I didn't know that. Huh. Um, no, and, and this is not a political issue. I'm just saying it's interest. It's a demographic issue. And I didn't think that anyone listening had a problem with that. I just thought it was funny because right. other people like out in the world have problems with it. We do not. Therefore, it's funny. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Way to kill it, Audra. (laughs) Our sponsor, Neon Cap. (laughs) Yeah. Neon Cap pays us in fucking Pop-Tarts, though. (laughs) We get a box of them every couple of weeks. And rainbow turds. You have to scoop out of the box. Hey, did you see that uh, someone commented? I was late putting the pie. I put out last week's podcast today. And uh, and someone already commented with the uh, Scooting Unicorn shirt. With a oh. link to somebody on Cafe Press that is selling the Scooting Unicorn oh, shirt. Oh, that's awesome. So you can, you can get one if you, I want, you want one. the Scooting Unicorn. <laughs> yeah, the, the graphic that Chuck put out for last week's F this week is really awesome. Oh, so yeah. It's um we were talking about the monks Should and learning kung fu because the you know they were getting no exercise just like meditating and then I was talking about the massage that I got and uh, he did a a screen cap basically he took the picture of John C Riley as a monk giving a massage to a woman in a, a chair inside like a zen garden it's it's awesome <laughs> yeah it's another one of those that like the like no one will ever notice it'll like, it'll like go by and in a week it'll be gone and nobody will <laughs> samantha just googled scooting unicorn <laughs> keep that safe search on just saying I, i'm not sure what's funnier the scooting unicorn or the scooting adats in the the family guy uh, i think the scooting unicorn is <laughs> the adats are funny but yeah. i think the unicorn is funnier too because of the rainbow streak yeah <laughs> To whoever was asking in the chat uh, a couple minutes ago, uh, we we very briefly talked about Diablo three here before Audra cut me off. And um, unless Sean brought it up on GWC, I don't think that no, neither of these people have <laughs> played it. So nope. I don't think it'll be uh, discussed. It can. Oh, I asked you Discuss what the game away. was like. What what's the game about? What's the premise? It's uh, it's in like an isometric view. It's uh, basically the uh, the legions of hell. Uh, versus you, and you can pick from a, a bunch of different uh, classes, and, and basically you go around killing things, whether it's left-clicking on enemies, left-clicking on loot, left-clicking on NPCs. There's a lot of left-clicking in the game. <laughs> click, 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 I like click, left-clicking. Click, click, click. Yeah. It, 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 um, 
it has like this huge inventory system in it and this like uh um you know kind of like a in, enchanting kind of a setup that the it, it was really big back in the day because it was like one of the 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 first kind of really big games where you could actually get online with other people and play together and trade items even if you weren't in the same game instance and when was that so, i mean how long ago was that uh 12 years ago so like like 2000 that's pretty awesome yeah oh, that's that is awesome I read yeah, that, this was back in the day, and the Diablo one before that was even yeah. Nineteen ninety nine was the release of it. So okay, it, it, it's it's they've they've been working on it for like at least seven years now, I would if say, not more. I, I would <laughs> say in 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 chat they're talking about text based muds, and you know I would say that ninety percent of the people who talk about muds have never actually played one. I don't even know what by that play. Is. I mean use because very few people play in muds. They're not really games. They're just they're chat environments that are user creatable, you know, that you can build yourself. So they were all the ones that were in high use were all chat. You know, there were you know, some of my first programming came from playing on a moo, uh-huh. which is like an online mud. Right. Absolutely. Same thing. I remember there was this one user that had created like, you know, like 15 different decks of deep space nine in, in different rooms. And had, oh, like, wow. all of this, like, programmable stuff. Like, you could, uh, you know, use the transporter console, and it would send you to different places. And, you know, there were turbo lifts all over the place. And, you know, all of these different consoles that did different things. And it had all the programming on the back end to, like, do things. Well, yeah, if you're and, like- you know, it even had an airlock, which you could never get out, and you would die and wind up respawning. So there was, like, all this garbage outside the station. <laughs> And like you could, uh, people you could, that left stuff out there. And- the whole point was like the reason it, it would drive you is that you were chatting with people. And and honestly, it was like you were way cooler if like your quarters or your room or whatever, your, your suite that you had was really cool. And to make it cool, you had to develop it yourself. Yeah, so actually me and my brother played and, and we had like secret passages between our places and, yeah. you know, like you had to do a certain thing in a certain order to activate the room links and it was a lot of fun, and it taught you a little bit about programming. I mean, I I used the fundamentals I learned there to <laughs> to, to all the all the kind of <laughs> yeah all all the kind of scripting stuff that I do today for for GWC is where that's where it started. You know, at like age twelve or even earlier Isn't than that. that. I can't awesome? even remember. It was way actually. It was probably even earlier. A than lot that. of that stuff always it like comes from that. You know, like the cool stuff that you do when you're a kid because it's fun. You know, I think that that's something Sorry, that geeks. Bitchef says, "Great GWC server is a mud." <laughs> Get it straight; it's a moo. It's a moo. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Audra. No, it's cool. I I just don't know what any of those words mean. Um, but mud is multi-user dungeon. Oh, okay. Um, and moo is an acronym that it has mud in it. Okay. No, I, I was just saying it's it's kind of a geeky thing, I think, to like be able to use those type of computer skills because it's the stuff that we just thought was fun as kids. And it wasn't necessarily cool. It was just stuff we did. Right. Yeah, a moo is a mud object-oriented. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. That I would have to then explain the fundamentals of programming. <laughs> no, it makes sense if you think about it because, it, like, you know, they could... Well, you could reconfigure it. Well, yeah, let's say, yeah. Well, the, the leap from, from that to Java. But hey, not- think about it this way. It's just like, you know how if you had a dorm room in college 
and you wanted to pick up chicks or dudes or whatever, you if you had a really cool dorm room like that one that dude tricked out that like he had the party button and everything. That oh was, yeah, did you, yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, that kind of shit. Okay, that's like if you were chatting up some chick, you know, she would be impressed with that. Well, this is the online version back when there were not when when it was all text based. You know, if yeah. you could, you know, you had to understand inheritance in order to <laughs> in order to. Pick well, up it also introduced me to the concept of of actual online internet communities as well, because I mean, people knew each other. And I mean, you became, you were allowed to build on the server only after you were a guest for a certain amount of time and actually had kind of a reputation of being a nice person. So, I mean, we, I mean, this one was restricted and it was obviously because as a kid, it was on, it was aimed at like middle school kids and stuff, but it was, it was kind of that way. It's like, you get to learn the fundamentals of, you know, how to, uh, I'm saying fundamentals a lot tonight, whatever, uh, of how to, you know, operate online and a little bit of programming and, and how to socially interact through, through means of text. And it, it was, it's a lot of fun. It's interesting when you talk about uh, interacting through text, because like, if I think about the generation before me, or I guess before us, you know, um, we're not that far apart, right? Uh, like, you know, my mom's generation, they were the ones who learned how to type properly, you know, for like office positions. And I never learned how to type. What? I learned how to type, Dutch type on, on a Selectric that didn't have letters on the keys. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I, I learned how to type on a, on the IBM model M keyboard at home and the, uh, the Mac plus keyboard at school. You actually learned how to type like properly. I did. No yeah. one. You did. Yeah. See, I yeah. never did. Um, they had typing classes in my school, but I I would have had to give up band or studio art to take them, and I wasn't going to do I, that. I took a summer continuing ed course when I was right, right. <laughs> I, you were, I did you were it like in grade hardcore four. Geek. I was. I did it in grade four. There weren't classes. It's just you know we're going to the computer lab. Learn how to type. Yeah, I I did the little game and stuff, but I always preferred to just kind of type my own way, how a lot of people do. Uh, but I just think it's funny how. Like, even though I never learned how to type properly, I can type really quickly and I learned how to interact, like you said, through text. And anyway, it, it just makes me think, you know, you might be really, really good at typing, but it's a totally different skill to be good at expressing yourself in text in a way right. that where people can understand what you mean. Um, it's it's weird. Like, you know, at the end of the semester, I got a crap ton of papers all about <laughs> how technology is, is changing us. And it's so weird because my students almost unanimously take the position that technology is bad. They're womp, like, womp. they're like, Facebook makes us dumb and it makes us violent. And, you know, it makes us say hateful things Wait. and it makes everybody like depressed the, and suicidal. And, does, yeah, because it nobody was make, like that at all before Facebook. It well, doesn't make us all these things. It just makes those things more visible. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm there, like, there have been guys, the same amount of idiots in the world as there were, you know, 50 years ago. You can just see a lot more of them now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I feel that way, too. But I'm like. Guys, you were on Facebook like in class. I have to like stop you from getting on it in class. And now you're writing all these papers about how bad it is. And I just don't understand. Like I, I think that they want to think that way, but they don't. They don't necessarily probably write to what you want to see. I don't know. 
I think I'm pretty good about being clear that I don't care if they agree with me or not. But I think, yeah, there's some there's some like force in them. They're like, oh, I have to make this argument, even though my lifestyle is completely antithetical to it. Wait, but, this this is just this this like last few weeks. Yeah. Or or is this like an ongoing? Well, no, there has been kinda, a lot of stuff in thing, mainstream too. news about how Facebook is terrible. So they probably just got it off of Fox. Uh, no, I mean, it's it's been ongoing. You know, I think that maybe what it is is that the ones who want to make an argument that it's good don't know how to find any resources for that because most of the journalists who have covered the issue have done so in a negative way. I see. I just linked one in chat. Cool. What, a positive one? <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. Well, I'm In fact, really... a set of them that are, are both from the Atlantic, which are like really good at, yeah. at summarizing both viewpoints. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I'm reading that, but I can't remember the author's name, but uh, Everything Bad is Good for You, which is about how pop culture makes us smarter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the article, the, uh, the, the, uh, I link, <laughs> yeah, I linked our, uh, is Google making a stupid by, by Nick Carr. Nick, Nicholas G. Carr, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, uh, James Cassio, uh, James Cassio, the, which is a response to it. The, uh, the, is Google making a stupid one? I had my students read that this semester, and probably that's another reason they <laughs> just kind of piggybacked right. onto that argument, but, um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's just funny because, like, you know, one of the things that they said over and over, which I think is probably true, and they were talking about on NPR, like everyone's talking about it, is are, are people losing their ability to have face-to-face conversations where they can look each other in the eye and perceive body language well and um, and really interact in a meaningful way, like in person, you know? Are they are they losing those kind of well, skills? I, I, I don't know. I mean... For first, for like someone like me, I mean, I didn't have the social skills to begin with before Facebook, so it doesn't affect me. But like my sister, for example, uses Facebook as a means of coordinating real life, you know, you know, meetings with people, right? Like, it's all we're going out partying, you know, blah, 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 for your birthday or whatever, right? And, and she coordinates there and then, you know, socializes in person. I don't know if it really... I mean, there are, is still going to be the same, you know, there's still going to be more people, people that aren't socially apt. Yeah. Who, who, who can you know, be more social through They those. just weren't as visible before. Yeah. Because they weren't out there. Yeah. So there's actually, um, there's an Edward Castronova book uh, called Exodus to the Virtual World, How Online Fun is Changing Reality, which is sort of about. One, that fear that everybody will just bury themselves in the in the computer and not interact with each other in the real world, but it's right. interesting because the the paper I'm presenting uh, next week actually is uh, you know is called Exodus to the Real World, and it's like it's it's sort of the other way around. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of the one of the findings, one of the one of the ideas here is that um, uh, it's it's actually well anyway. One of the one of the important bits here is that there's kind of a cycle that happens where, you know, you seek additional, you know, you seek like minded people and you go online and the the extended, you know, bridging social capital that 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 affords allows you to meet those people. But then once you meet those people, you bond with them and, uh, you know, and then that that bonding relationship can come back offline. And one, you're a great example of that, I think, you know. I mean, you, you, you go online and you meet all these people and then those relationships end up offline, you know? So maybe, you know, maybe 
who knows, maybe you're not awesome at, at meeting somebody or weren't, you know, five years ago at meeting someone uh, one way, you meet them another way, and now you get both, you know? I, I think you're like... Well, I I would say that regardless of whether or not I had the internet to uh, facilitate socialization, um, I'm terrible at, you know, just going out and meeting people, uh-huh. and I think... You know, that wouldn't have changed had I not the Internet. I just would have, you know, maybe the alternate if the Internet wasn't here as I probably would have stayed at home and buried myself in a book. <laughs> I mean, rather than a hangout, I'm going to read or something like that. Right. I mean, I, I don't think that that not having the means means that your, your other your other methods of socialization will just get get better by default. I don't think that that's that's legitimate at all. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know what's interesting is I, I think that Juan's point about just its greater visibility is such an awesome point because it applies in almost every argument that people make about this stuff. And uh, there was this big discussion on one of the NPR shows the other day, and there was a guy who was basically saying technology is making us all, you know, illiterate and antisocial and stuff. And then there was someone who was saying technology is making us all like interact more and connect more in new ways and you know, and then there was this woman who was kind of taking a middle position and saying that, you know, that they kind of just go hand in hand. And right. it makes me think, obviously, this is just anecdotal. Like, it's just my point of view. It's not like real research. But one of the things that you do see anyway is like, I, I see all the time, like parents and kids in the grocery store. Um, like the parent will be talking on the phone and just ignoring the kid the whole time they're shopping. <laughs> You know, or or you'll see people who sit down at dinner and like the entire family is on the phone, you know, like dinking around on the phone and not talking. And I think what happened to, you know, I start to think to myself, what happened to the good old days where families sat around and talked? And then I'm like, you know, screw that. There were no good old days because when I was a kid, you know, our family did not talk at the dinner table. We either sat in sullen silence or my dad would crank up the TV and pull it up next to the table. At least now you have something to do. Now we can watch do. Jackie Gleason while, while we eat. eat. <laughs> Look at her roll. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. So the main difference is that you're entertained while you ignore each other versus just ignoring each other. Right, right. And, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, so kids you know, put in their iPhone earbuds at dinner table and the mom and dad are like, you know, take it out or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But how is that different? I got told that once when I put on headphones from my Walkman, you know? Um, <laughs> you had a Walkman? Uh, was it well, a Discman or was it a... Was it? It, I had a Discman, but before I had a Discman, I had my mom's old Walkman because I couldn't afford a Discman. So, um, anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's uh, every time I want to think there was some good old romanticized past, like some old time when it was good. It wasn't, you know, it's just the same. Problems everybody. Just- yeah. Everybody will, um, will romanticize the good parts of their past and, you know, you know, quietly dispose of the, uh, of the bad parts. It's like when, when the argument like, Oh, music used to mean something. It's like, no, there was a lot of crap music back in the sixties. You just don't hear about it anymore because it was crap and it yeah, died. Yeah, and it, it, it got know? cut out, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's, I, yeah, I don't know enough out. about music to say for every blah, there's a blah, but uh, I think the the argument of it's making people dumber is 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 the wrong argument in the first place. The what, Regardless of where you stand on it, the, the argument is more about 
whether or not the online distractions of, you know, like, oh, my God, I have so many likes on this post or picture or I have so many Farmville points is distracting that what what are in, can be intelligent people away from matters that actually concern them. Yeah, you know, yeah, you I know, can like, see that. You know, it, for, Hi, you know, sorry, oh, sorry, we're gonna play Jay Boob off here. Thanks. Sorry what? about that. Hey, no worries. Like the 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 um the slow burn side of it is like uh you know people becoming less less interested in in local politics and and you know just stuff that's going on in where they live and the the larger side of you know the more extreme cases are the people that play World of Warcraft for seventy two hours and their their kid dies because they forgot to feed them or they die you know, because they forgot to eat you know there, there's all sides of the coin to that but I think that's the bigger argument is is the level of of engagement in one's own life and and what a, what a distraction that that can be but you know there there's been distractions in the past I mean we you know, the human race finds ways of entertainment no matter what, right? So yeah, this is just a lot more, the, because it's a lot more visible, it's a lot easier to make that statement of, well, since everybody cares more about Snooki's life than, than their own, then really that means that the world's getting stupider. Well, it, it's not quite that simple. Yeah, well, without Snooki, we wouldn't have that awesome, like, you know, <laughs> Saturday Night Live Snooki. <laughs> And Bobby I, Moynihan. Yeah, and Bobby you Moynihan. Touch my poof. <laughs> and without Bobby Moynihan as as Snooky, my life wouldn't be near as good as it is. I think. Did that's, you see that tweet? I think it was Andy Borowitz. He's like, uh, Snooky's planning to have her to put her live birth or whatever online in case there's anyone in the world who hasn't yet seen her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> An old joke and still good, yeah, but oldie like, but a goodie. <laughs> No, I had to tell I, you, Juan. I, I'm I love- sorry. I like. To- sorry, I gotta say, Top Gun's response. Sorry, Juan. Could you repeat that? I was playing draw something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I love hearing your arguments about this, Juan, because they're so thoughtful, and I've I've just, I just I've read so many papers that just make the same shallow arguments over and over and over and freaking over again, and nobody has anything original to say. Except now, and when I can well, listen to I, it, I mean that, that's that's the whole side of that argument is that if if people are you know it's like what the the slow erosion of of press that you know runs press kits instead of doing investigative journalism oh, right God. It's, it's I can just talk about you know, that forever yeah that, that I know I don't I, I don't want to I don't want to drive it down the political side but it's it's the it's that whole thing is that where it, what is the level of engagement of like what is the mean versus the internet population you know like what what how does the how does internet usage affect that in terms of personal engagement in your own life yeah yeah and you know a minute ago in the chat uh, evolution girl trish pointed out that she feels like she's better at interacting with people in real life because she kind of got to know them online yeah i mean it it doesn't mean that texting to people or chatting with people online makes you better at interpersonal you know relationships what it might mean is that it gives you a little bit more confidence to go out and venture to have those interactions is what i think i mean even though it doesn't directly give you the skill it might give you some other element that helps you get there right now don't get me wrong i'm still a social moron but uh in 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 terms of like real life interactions but 
I know I am better because of the quote practice that I've had with with the uh, with the internet, and you know it 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 has only gotten better for me because this avenue was open. Is because I had that safe community of of like minded people in which to develop my sadly atrophied social skills (laughs) you know it's okay i mean i don't think you're the only one you know like i feel i feel out of place i never have (laughs) social issues at all i have never for example gone to a uh was invited i've never been invited by audra to go to a meeting of a bunch of her graduate school friends and professors (laughs) shown up with her made a complete ass out of myself (laughs) pissed everybody (laughs) off left and then you know a a couple of years later found myself sitting in a uh in an interview for someone they're hiring in my in my program with one of the people who is one of audra's professors now one of mine who uh, was at that uh, hosting that event and saw me make an ass out of my anyway? Never happened. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all, right? <laughs> not once. It's really nope. specific you know, actually, it was for something a, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. It really, kind of. Wow. It, it, it was the damnedest thing when I um, went up to my um, my parents' place for my my sister's birthday party a couple of weeks ago, and I wore the um, the Think Geek shirt that has the uh, the eight bit Ghostbusters car chasing the Pac Man ghosts. Oh yeah, and people got it. Everybody in the room said, hey, awesome shirt. And I'm like, the normals understand this. Uh, <laughs> it was just so weird. I have it's to get like, rid of the shirt right away. Yeah. <laughs> Juan burns the like, shirt right there just, and there. <laughs> <laughs> he like rips it off rips and lights it, it on fire. Juan <laughs> <laughs> smash. Read, yeah. <laughs> if Juan had another, he had another shirt on right under it, like another t-shirt that was similar, like a Think Geek shirt. <laughs> ah, this one's a Doctor Who. None of y'all will get this one. <laughs> No, but it was just... It's it, got it, a pseudo just, joke on him. People are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, oh, no, it's not just Doctor Who. It's mixing Doctor Who and, like, you know, some obscure Firefly reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that even at the at the, at the the Geek uh, t-shirt exchange at the meetup, nobody wanted my pseudo make me a sandwich shirt. <laughs> That's the XACD one, man. I know. Audra hey, loves that shirt. Does anybody know... Um, because I, I got this shirt and it's awesome at the exchange. It, it's like a women's uh, medium shirt from Threadless and it's a black t-shirt and it has this really cool like splotchy paint picture of Jupiter on it. It's awesome. It so rocks and I, I have no idea who. Andrew was wearing it today. It. Yeah. No, it was uh, yesterday. But every time I wear it, I get some cool comment on it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And and to clarify the bit shift. No, oh, I was, was not. Tears, was it? Nice. Nice. And to clarify the bit shift, no, I was not thinking I'm not unique anymore. I was just so un I was just so used to like just nobody understanding any of the references I make or anything it's like, like the that. Air America thing. You were used to being the craziest person in the room and now you're not even in the running. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> ah. it's, the irony it's is such that- a relief though. I, I just God, you know, F this week usually is like you know, because I'm I'm decompressing from work. Yeah, right now that my semester is over, I'm just glad to talk to people who are like on the same wavelength. Fuck if yes. I have to read another paper, <laughs> oh my god! Some of the You're papers, like, people that use their brains. Yeah, this I, is amazing. I had to grade a you know an argumentative essay that was like making taking the position that gay marriage was wrong <laughs> because it just is. Yeah. 
And then it went it, it went through it, it went through and basically repeated the same circular argument over and over about how it just isn't right and you know how do we know because it's wrong and just over studies and over. have shown that it's just it's just not oh no not no that's do. that's a little bit of of an, an argument I've had, it's a stupid argument this isn't even make, a stupid argument no, it's not I, even oh an no argument. I'm sorry. Everybody knows that it's yes. yeah, no, everybody you got knows it. it's obvious. Come on. It's it's, it's not, like if you're if you're gonna take the jackass stance, can you at least try to back it up, not just be like all stupid about it? Yeah, you know, see I've had students before who wrote papers that I completely disagreed with their stance, but it doesn't matter to me if you back it up, you know? Like that was structured correctly, so Yeah, I mean I, I've you know, there are plenty of A papers and A students who have written like arguments that I just totally disagree with, but they're good arguments, you know? Or or they do a good job of supporting and that's the exercise is can you take a position and can you support it with, you know, decent sources and can you think through it and can you make a good right. series of arguments? Yeah, you, you, you know? can argue that Hitler was justified as long as it's structured correctly, you'll get the grade. <laughs> well, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I'm right. not interested in indoctrinating people, but it's it's just even more offensive. Like, I can put aside my own feelings about it, but when it's just this offensive paper that's so offensively bad and offensively not researched and, and offensively <laughs> poorly written, it's so just what offensive. You're saying is that, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. That a poorly structured argument is, is, is more, makes, makes you angrier. So than, I don't think you were very clear. Was the paper offensive <laughs> or not? Oh, was a paper offensive like morally or like grammatically for me in every way possible <laughs> it was offensive for me it's how, just like how is it offensive let me this semester has just been like fucking you know the end of it has just been one project after another and the last one today went out and i can relax for the first time <laughs> yeah oh oh casilda oh that's yeah that's just the beginning <laughs> The paper that made me want to drink. Um, oh, it wasn't that one, was it? No, the the paper that I made that comment about was not making a a, a bad argument or whatever. It just it was the mechanical stuff. It was just grammar and you know it was it made me weep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, I it's so weird because um, I, I tweeted today about my, my nude uh, I finished grading dance festival, um, which, by the way, I didn't mean to imply that that was going on at the school. That's my own private Wait, festival. <laughs> You're nude what? You're running around campus nude? No. You just like, said nude and then nude, and then stopped. Like, what I, I started paying attention. Like, yeah, what were like, we what? talking about? I didn't nude? stop. Nude? You just started listening. No, my, my <laughs> nude I finished grading papers dance festival, you know, like, like I got all my grades in, you know, dancing around the house kind of thing. But it's not over at that point. Like you have to go into the next phase, which is damage control. Got a lot then, of big windows around that house. Yes, it's <laughs> true. They're not tinted, you know. Well, it's not through just the say, whole house. Just saying. I'm <laughs> just like in the living yeah, there room. There are no oh, shades on oh, like so half the windows in the house. What yes. you're saying is, I should be charging people. <laughs> exactly. But you get this damage control period afterward. You get all these emails with people complaining, like. Like, how did I get a B? I don't understand. You know, you told me that I had A's on all my papers, and I'm like, you did, but you didn't turn in half of them. You know, like you got you A's. Got, you on got A's on you all submitted. the papers you submitted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but this is not my fault. You know, you you didn't do a bunch of the work. 
And the weirdest one I got was from someone like in 2011. <laughs> it was like, hey, I just noticed I got such and such a grade in your class. Is that right? And I'm like, I don't even remember this person. I was like, who is this? Wait, and then, who are you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. And I went back through and, you know, figured it out. But I was like, wow. I mean, it's totally random. People just come up with the weirdest thing. Then they ask for an extension, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I had people email me after the final exam going, hey, can I still turn in something for, you know, or after the final grades have been submitted, go, what can I do to bring this up? You're like, you can invent it's a time off. machine, go back in time, <laughs> kick your own self in the ass for not paying attention in class, okay, and do a damn awesome. better job. That is, that is awesome. You can invent a time machine. <laughs> And then become your own grandpa. Yeah, Casilda says you could have done the work during the semester. I know. It's like, come on. Like, oh, well, I didn't know the work was going to contribute to the grades. Yeah, I know. But still, like, I, I, I'm worried. I'm worried because when they get, like, when they feel righteous about something, a lot of them have no problem like, or no scruples about just going straight to the dean or, like, the president of the college or whatever. Yeah, that works out well. And yeah, but you know what? I, I. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't I think just, it was that loud. I just don't want it to happen. <laughs> I was gonna bring it in like quietly, and then I realized that I had turned Juan down instead of, so I fixed it before you. Anyway, thanks. That was, that was great. Ow. Womp womp. <laughs> awesome man. engineer girl says, "You know what sucks? Group reports." Yeah. Yes, you are so. We not all kidding. know it. <laughs> Being dragged down by the slack ass that you got paired up with, right? Except that, you know, I know enough about the people in my program now that I pick people from my groups that are, like, not jackasses. When you have the ability to pick. Yeah, Casilda says the best is when they go straight to the president. It's so out of proportion. Because, you know, the president gives a fuck about... You know what? Our president of the... Number of fucks the president gives about your grade in in your professor's class. Yeah, guess what? Zero. The president of our district answers every student email that he gets. The number of fucks that the pre- president cares... I don't know, offers, but, but he reads them and he answers every single The number of fucks that the, that the <laughs> president, you know, gives about having to answer your bullshit email... Many. Fracatellus says that I sound like his drunk grandma when I sing the jingle. <laughs> zero point zero. Uh, it is a he. Uh, yeah, he's a New Yorker, actually. He's from, or is he from New York? I can't remember if he's from... DP, you're going to kill me. I can't remember. I think he's from New Jersey, actually. Sorry. DP? Sorry about yeah, the he's from New Jersey. No, our president is from New Jersey. <laughs> No, Your DP present? was going to kill me because I said New York first. I'm sorry. I, I, I like, thought oh, of his God. accent, and I was like, he's from New York. And then I remembered, no, he's not. He's from across. Sorry. I'm sorry. DP's <laughs> like, oh, you're out. I know. Going-, <laughs> <laughs> going home where? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had a lot of fun on this one. I, I know. Too. I know. There's a huge difference between there New York and New Jersey. Be. Okay. And yeah, I don't know if anyone else noticed, but you guys seem a lot less stressed. Funny about that. I can't imagine why. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> oh, hey. Lot, I know a lot of people followed the digital text class that I took, which was really awesome because we we were tweeting about it with a hashtag. 
Uh, if you are interested, I posted uh, on Twitter a couple. I think it was yesterday or the day before or something. The uh, projects from the site, so you could go check them out if you wanted Sweet. to. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Uh, to answer your question, you Chuck Twitter, right? Yes. Silo Matrix. Uh, I don't believe he's Italian American. No, he's Jewish. I, I, I mean, I don't know much about his heritage, but it doesn't really. I guess it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, he does a good job. So Magnus says this must be the most highbrow F this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. We actually had like meaningful discussion and shit. I know. What the boxers hell? Boxers or boobs, briefs? Boobs, boobs, urine. Who are you? Who are you asking? Boxers or briefs? Uh, I don't know. I guess he's asking you, Juan. Oh, the present. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> nice. Shoot, shooters. Supply that would be heat. a great answer. Thongs. Oh, <laughs> DP, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Boxer briefs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go. Boxer briefs looks good. They look good on guys. I think. Boxers are kind of sloppy That's looking. Like boxers are kind of lazy looking, and and briefs are dorky. But boxer damn, briefs are cool. Some supp- <laughs> I don't know. Not all guys need it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Nutslinger <laughs> says Magnus. <laughs> oh, I am not clicking on that. I wear the Zardos. Me neither. <laughs> Yeah, they asked the president, you know, boxers or briefs? He's like, Great I don't know, snuggers. man. Have you ever seen Zardos? <laughs> See, all the women here are oh, like, totally, head. yeah, I like the boxer briefs on the guys. They just look good. And, the, of course, I'm trying to think. I like the darker colors, but I guess it just depends on your skin, you know? <laughs> Grape snugglers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I was, all, all, the, <laughs> all these are coming back. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Catherine's like, I own Zardoz because it's awesome. Darker colors just make more sense. This was fun. I, I hope next week's like this. Oh, you can be guaranteed. I'm not going to get a release like this every week, but hey, we will be back next week. Okay. I said release. Woohoo! <laughs>